I feel like the intro is actually a lot longer this time, but you know what? It's 2020 and nothing matters. Nothing matters on the face of the earth besides you being here and me being here, blankets being warm and couches being comfortable and phones not dying. That's all that matters. Nothing else matters. Everything we're fighting about, um, like dudes getting blown up in Iran and Big 45 getting $80 million put on his head. It's probably an insult to him, you know, if you're worth a couple of billion dollars. It's like when Drizzy was like, 50000 on my head is disrespect. It's probably like when Big 45 is like, $80 million? That's all they put on my head is $80 million. I'm the goddamn president. You know, at least I'd be offended if I was Big 45. Um, I don't know why the whole country is so outraged about Homeboy getting blown up in his SUV with his eight homies because... As far as their beliefs go, I mean, he's like in heaven with a million virgins now. So why is everybody so mad, you know? Like if that's the end destination is like heaven with a bunch of virgins, but if you kill yourself, you don't get to go there. Isn't that kind of a favor for Big 45 to send you there? So not only is Big 45 creating job opportunities because they need a new military general guy now, but he also sent that guy to the virgin. So basically Big 45 did a very nice thing. And the world is more rid of a terrorist. A little terrorist, just like Shouty. You know, you know what I'm saying? I actually bought Shoddy a little hajib thing for Christmas. And uh, she hasn't worn it for me yet. It's actually not a hajib. It's actually a hair tile because she's got some really long hair. And hair gets fucking everywhere. You ever lived with the chick before? You ever lived with the girl before? You know, there's just hair everywhere. I've literally been at work and I've wiped my butt. And I found my girlfriend's hair in my butt. Um, Sometimes, like... I'll take off my sock and I'll have my girl's hair in my sock, in my toes. Um, sometimes I'll be petting the cat and all of a sudden a uh, shouty hair will be in the cat, you know? But that just is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Sky's still blue, rivers still run deep. And the Seahawks are going to the Super Bowl. Beast mode is just, guys, speaking of hair, I got some hair in my nose. Beast mode is just out here beasting, you know? How fucking storybook would that be if the Seahawks go to the Super Bowl and Marshawn Lynch punches in a touchdown on the one-yard line to win the game? You know, fuck me sideways, dude. I don't even watch a lot of sports ball anymore, but I would, I'd be so happy to see that. You know, I'd wear my Hauschka jersey and I'd be turning up for the squad, you know? I'd be turning up for Seattle if that happens because if y'all don't know, that's where I'm from. I'm from this windy, depressing, shitty place that has way too many people everywhere where stuff is way too expensive and all the Amazon people have driven everything good out of here. But, you know, I'm still proud of it. And because um, I remember when I lived in L.A., when I'd actually come home and I would just like step into the rain and like breathe that fresh air and just like get that first wave of depression. It actually made me feel good. And I'm actually toying with the idea of moving somewhere hot again so I can ride my motorcycle all year. But I'm sure once I do that... I'm going to be sad. But at the same time, I need to get the fuck out of here because everywhere I go, um, I just run into people I either don't want to see or I got people knocking at my door asking if uh, I speak Turkish because they are Jehovah's Witnesses, which was literally the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. You guys think that's a joke, but it's not a joke. That actually happened. I was watching Breaking Bad with Shout. And uh, we're watching all this like murder type stuff. And all of a sudden, somebody knocks at the door and we're like, oh. And we kind of stopped for a second. So I go answer the door and it's like this little, little like Asian lady. 
And it's like big Amazonian looking white lady with blonde hair, though. I don't know what Amazonian was. As soon as I say Amazonian, I just mean tall chick. A fucking avatar. And uh, th- she asked me, she's like, hi, uh, do you speak Turkish? And I was like, yes, I do speak some Turkish. Amuna koi, sikerim urus pachachu, chukadele, chukadele. And if you want to know what that means, I said, uh, I'm going to fuck your pussy, you son of a whore. Um, something about a yarak, that means dick. And that's the only uh, Turkish I know. If you're wondering how you know Turkish, because I grew up in Germany, and Germany has a big influx of Turkish people, and a lot of my good friends growing up were Turkish. And so uh, those are the only Turkish words I knew, and that was just a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And I'm making up part of this story because I actually didn't do the part where I started swearing because I froze up. And it's one of the biggest regrets in my life that I didn't just start uh, swearing my ass off in Turkish at these Jehovah's Witnesses that were at the front door. I don't know if I mentioned they were Jehovah's Witnesses, but they were Jehovah's Witnesses looking for Turkish-speaking families. And for some reason, they knocked on my door, the biggest troll in the world, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to just put the fear of fucking Satan in these people. And I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball like the New Year's ball dropped in New York, kind of how the Seattle Space Needle didn't have any fireworks this year, and I was in a whole entire bar where nobody knew that the clock actually ticked over. It was actually already 12.01 when somebody finally did a countdown. They were showing the Space Needle on TV, and nobody ever launched any fireworks because there was a wind ordinance. Fuck me, dude. It made no sense. Who cares if there's a wind ordinance? Just blow the whole city up, you know? Launch the fireworks. Wherever they land, they land. It's going to rain anyway. It's going to put out any fire. We're not Australia. We're not going to burn to the ground. The koala bears aren't going to be swinging off buildings. So it doesn't even matter. That's kind of the theme of this whole uh, nothing really matters. And if it did, it you know, whatever. Fuck it. It's like Ricky Gervais said, we're all just dying. And there's no sequel. That guy gave the gnarliest best speech I've ever seen in my life. If you guys didn't see his monologue from the Golden Globes, please go watch it because it felt so good to see somebody in that room and tell all these just fucking removed from reality people with all their political social justice opinions just to stand up there and like try to prove how good of people they are. He just stood up there and he basically told them all to just eat shit. You have no idea what you're talking about. You're so far removed from society. You cannot speak on these things. God knows you don't want to pay these highest taxes, but at the same time, you can't have a voice in all these like dumbass social justice, uh, social justice type issues, I guess, you know? And that's what really drives me nuts about people. People want to act so holier than thou, but uh, if they were actually holier than thou, you wouldn't live in this gated community. If you don't think people need guns, then why do you need security guards? You know, like, why can't I protect myself when you have a security guard with a pistol on him? You know what I'm saying? It's some bullshit. It's some bullshit. I'll tell you that much. Getting me all sorts of worked up. Pissing me off, man. It's so weird because I remember when I was a kid, we used to just run around with like pop guns and stuff and it was just never an issue. Like, excuse me, we'd just be running around the neighborhood um, I don't know, man. I feel like I got like a last, uh, the last glimpse of like shit being semi-normal. But then again, uh, this was also in Germany and shit was just way more lax in general. Like you'd see sex on TV. One thing they frowned upon was violence. And that's because the Germans have had like, a, um, I wouldn't say a violent past, you know, but, um, they've been involved with like a couple like altercations or two, a couple like, uh, international altercations, which I'm actually surprised that um, we can't have World War III without the Germans, straight up. 
Germany, my peeps, you need to really get your shit together and like stick your nose in here somewhere. God, for once we didn't start it, dude. So nice. So nice. Except now that I'm an American, so it's like wherever uh, I can't... No, that's a lie. There's a ton of wars going on everywhere. And I've had nothing to do with them. You know what? It's not that I would would not say like, oh, I'm this coward. Because if something would really pop off, like, yeah, I would fight for my country. But I would only fight for my country... I'd be more inclined to like fight against my own government at this point, telling me like wanting to invade my life too much than I would fighting like some foreign country for what they're doing. Like the only reason we're fucking with Iran is because of the oil, you know? I don't care about that shit. Straight up, you know? Like, I don't want to go die for Big 45. Like, I fucks with Big 45. He's hilarious, but I don't want to go die for Big 45 any more than I want to go die for, like, Richard Pryor, you know? He's just a big comedian that just, like, controls where my retirement money and stuff goes, you know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. I don't want to go off and sit in some fucking foxhole. I would for the right cause, you know? I do it for the right cause, but I don't want to do it if it's just for like oil money or like a bunch of old guys um, beefing with each other. What I think should happen is Big 45 should get his fucking toupee in a cage with uh, the other guy with the big like towel on his head and they should just go duke it out, you know? Get in their underwear, just square up and have a bro down, you know? Or, like, put those little wrestling helmets, like the high school wrestling helmets on them, give them some mouth guards, put a knife in each of their hand, and uh, put them in, like, a little sumo ring, though, and just, like, ring the bell, you know, have Stone Cold Steve Austin be the referee or something like that, and uh, we'll make a match out of it instead of a bunch of, like, young kids going off to, like, shoot at each other, you know? That's the last thing they want to do. I bet you even, like, the Iranian people that, like, hate Americans, they got better shit to do. They want to, like, go throw rocks at their wives and stuff. They don't want to go out fighting these, like, drones. What the fuck are you going to do against a drone, you know? That's like, you know, I know I was talking about guns and stuff earlier. Like, I don't want anybody taking my guns. I don't think I'd ever give up my guns, like, easily, you know? Unless, like, if there's, like, nine guys with right gear at my front door being like, all right, give me your AR. I'd be like, all right, well, fuck it. You know, I'm not going to lose this battle. Or I'm not going to win this battle. Here you go. But um, if... A foreign, if our government is able to kill the highest ranking military official on the other side of the world with a fucking drone, what do you think your guns are going to do against the government? You know? Um, and I don't think anybody in the military, because the military loves the country and the shit that it stands for, none of the actual like military, like army guys and Marines and stuff like that are going to come into your neighborhoods and like strip you of your rights. That's just not going to happen. It's just never. Maybe like the UN because they can hire international people and like foreign people and just pay them a bunch of money. But uh, people will revolt against that shit, you know? And to be honest with you, I want no part of it. I just want to live my life. I want to do my dumb little podcast. I want to hang out with the cat. I want to play my guitars. I want to drive my truck. I want to make some beats, you know? I want to play some Xbox once in a while. I want to get on live and like listen to kids say some racist shit. That's all I want to do. You know, I want to make my money. I want to go to my job and hate being there. I'm sick of working, dude. Straight up. I'm sick. Like that can't be life. You know, it's like, it's 
nothing against like my job specifically, but just like having to just get up and do some shit that you actually don't want to do for like a good part of your day all day. Like I just, I can't buy into it, dude. It like borderline makes me suicidal. Um, shit terrifies me, dude. Like I have that once, I have that once in a while. I'll just, I'll wake up and I'll go to work and be like, is this really what it's going to be for, um, for the next 30 years? Also, I'm going to have like a big ass gut. It's going to have like, a big ass gut and a patchy gray beard, and I'm just gonna be at work. Man, like, well, that was a good life. No, fuck that, dude. I'm just gonna start doing hella drugs. I'm just gonna like go walk the streets and look for shit to talk to people and just roast random people and, um, you know, pet random stray animals. And I'm just gonna be about that life, you know. What I want to do is just live a lot easier, a lot uh, more stress-free life. And, um, but I want to live that stress-free life, but then still just like uh, have a lot of money, you know? I'm kind of like a woman with my demands. Like I don't want to actually do anything, but I want all the comfort, you know? But I don't want to actually like suck any dicks. So... Maybe I'm going to be trans. I just figured it out. Hey, what's up, Toulouse? The little fat puss just walked in. Hey, T, you want to be on the podcast? No? All right, whatever. Whatever, little woose. Um, you know what's an awesome feeling? It's an, oh, dude, this is so cute. The cat just walked in and just sat down, just watching me podcast. The cat's, the cat's with us, guys. The cat's feeling the vibe. What's up, T? Give us a little meow. Meow. Come on. Say something. Usually he's all meowy. Um, you know what the best feeling in the world is? When, like, a dull person, you know, you don't want to be mean to somebody because they... Because they, they, they seem like they got a good heart or whatever, but they're just kind of like a dull person. They bring nothing to the table socially, but you feel bad being mean to them, right? The best thing in the world is when somebody like that finally like says some off-putting rude shit. You're just like, so now you can just flame them. You know? It's because like I have this I have this fucking demon in me where I just like I love verbally going toe to toe to somebody. I love just ripping into somebody. And I love it when they rip with me. I'm not gonna lie, my girl like mopped the floor with me earlier and I've never been more in love with her. Um we got in like a you know, we got in an argument. We only broke up like three times during, and then um she just like she just fucking like Kevin Gates stating facts, 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 and just pointed out like how nuts I am. And I was like, whoa, damn. Like she didn't insult me or anything. She just took all the facts and she threw them at me and just like mopped the floor with me. And then she was like, are we going to go get dinner or what? And I was just like speechless, you know? I was like, all right. I guess that's that. But what I was originally saying is, um, I like to be challenged and the best thing I like to be challenged by people I don't like because then it's just like, fuck it. You know, gloves are off. It's like a hockey game. You just throw them bitches down on the ice and just start swinging for the fences. You know, the fuck did the cat just go to lose? Lucy. Dude, there's a, um, Shoddy's sister was staying here. 
So, of course, my studio got turned into a spare bedroom. And she left a box for the my pillow. And uh, this guy, I've never slept with one of these pillows. I need to sleep. So she left the box, but I mean, this guy, he looks like Saul Goodman. But like, he looks like Saul Goodman and Adolf Hitler had a cousin. Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO. How do you invent a pillow? You know, what's this pillow made out of? Patented, adjustable fill, washable and dryable. Will not go flat. Well, that ain't like your wife, is it? Guaranteed to the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. Um, like, what's the... Like, how does this guy... I guess this guy was like a huge boozer or something like that. He was just super fucked up one night. It was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to make a pillow. You would think a guy that was just super fucked up all the time wouldn't worry about a pillow. He'd just have his head on like a bowl or something, you know? 10-year warranty. Gross. I wonder how many like 10-year-old pillows they get sent back to their factory. What if I keep this pillow for like nine years and eight months and then I just decide at the very end of it, I'm just like, yeah, this pillow sucks. So I just got, uh, how do I, let's see, what, what does this pillow cost? <laughs> and why is this box in my studio? Let's see. My pillow. How much? Holy shit, 60 bucks for a... Dude, this... Hold up. Hold up. Dude, there's a $1,000 pillow right here. Cornwall firm. A $1,000 pillow? Like, people are that rich? How are people that rich where you spend $1,000 on a pillow, you know? It's like a... Jesus Christ. Okay, that's not the my pillow thing, but <laughs> my pillow guy. Uh, what? Two hundred fifty bucks. What's up with all these pillows, dude? Holy shit! There's a picture of this guy sitting next to Big Forty Five. Is this fake? Or is this real? Okay, there's literally a picture of the my pillow guy sitting next to Big Forty Five, and he's got like, <laughs> he's got two thumbs up. My pillow lays off 150 workers. Well, yeah. If everybody's keeping these pillows for ten years, how many of them can you sell? You know, that's kind of dumb. He is also the founder of Lindell Foundation Recovery. Uh, launch offering number of small business include carpet cleaning, lunch wagons, and a few bars. Okay, here we go. In 1982, Lindell became addicted to cocaine and alcohol. It's a good choice. And became addicted to crack cocaine. Uh, that's a bad choice. His addictions were stretched through the early years of my pillow. He's just up all night. Like, this guy sucked at partying. Imagine doing crack and inventing a pillow, you know? Like, go stab somebody. What are you doing? His addictions even stretch to the early years of the MyPillow business. Due to these addictions, he lost his marriage. Well, it probably wasn't even the crack. She's probably just like, yeah, my husband's a fucking weirdo. 
he gets high on crack and he works on his pillow. <laughs> uh, he lost his marriage, his house, and nearly my pillow business. So he lost his house and his marriage, but he held on to the pillow. Lindell achieved sobriety through prayer in 2009. He just like prayed over his pillow. I've used the Mike Lindell an American dream. You know, I feel like everybody uses their addictions to like, like if you have a product or you're trying to do something, it's like the Macklemore syndrome. You make like something, some like media. You know what, you guys, I have a problem. I have a drug and alcohol problem. I take ibuprofen every day because my feet hurt and I am just destroying my liver and I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my townhome and I'm going to live on the streets and I'm going to be outside catching rabbits with my face with the cat. I'm just going to turn into like, uh, my life is just going to turn into Jungle Book, except I'm going to be hanging out in the woods of Kirkland. And I'm going to be like eating scraps. And I'm going to decide to invent a pillow out of my, all the leaves that I find after I start smoking crack. So I just go down to Seattle and grab some crack really quick and some heroin. And I bring it back home. And then my story is going to be so much braver. And then just to spice things up, like I think I already said, I'm going to be a transvestite. I'm going to be a transvestite crack addict, and I'm going to invent a fucking blindfold. And then um, it's going to be the most, uh, it's going to be the most comfortable blindfold anybody's ever invented, you know? Fucking, so you get a thousand dollar pillow, right? You know, this thing that I like doing, my buddy Big D put me onto it when I was a, uh, well, I kind of stumbled into it myself too because I was when I was looking online for Louis bags for Shouty because I'm getting them big bags, you know? Nah, uh, there was a fucking $1,000 uh, like nighttime mask, you know? Some shit you put over your face. Yeah, so sleep mask, $1,010. I took a screenshot of it. That's where I'm getting this info. And then a jump, it says jump rope, Christopher. It's a... Louis Vuitton, uh, Louis Vuitton jump rope for $650. Like, <laughs> I sent, speaking of Big D, I sent that to Big D. And then he was like, if you can't lose weight with that, you might as well put that around your neck and hang yourself. And I agree with them 100%. And then uh, there's a $1,910 paperweight. It's a Volkswagen. No, <laughs> it's not a Volkswagen. Wow. It's, that's uh, voyeur, it's some voyeur, voyeur, voyeur is paperweight. Long story short, it's a paperweight for $2,000 because it's got Louis Vuitton stitchings, you know? So dumb, dude. People are so dumb. Oh, and here's a shaker cup. You know, like a little click-clack shaker thing that you would make like a, a martini out of? You know, you pour the booze and the ice in, you go... It's a $870 because it's got the Louis V print on it. You know? <laughs> Rich people are dumb. And here's some nudes. I'm totally just looking at ass right now. Um, anyways. Uh, uh, more ass. Uh, ass. So anyways, back to this my pillow guy. Um, shout out to this guy. What am I the fuck am I supposed to do with this box? I got this nice studio. I just have a my pillow box in here. Oh, you guys here? Hey Toulouse. What's up, buddy? Hey. 
Cats are so nosy. Cats are like chicks, though, you know? Cats are like chicks where you have to just leave them alone. They come around when they want to. They'll just like sit on your lap and eat a bunch of food and like, you know, they come around and leave when they want. Just kind of like girls. They're totally unpredictable and this like emotional creature where if you come at them too fast, they like run away. The only way to get them to come to you is you have to like ignore them, you know, and not want them around where guys are like dogs. We're just like, oh, food, attention. And you just got us wrapped around your finger, you know? <laughs> Women are so smart, dude. Women are so smart. Like, guys, we think we're the smart ones. We think we run the world. But, like, women, at least in the 50s, they were smart. They ran the world. But it looks like behind every powerful dude, the chick is actually pulling the strings, you know? Even, like, the biggest alpha male. Like, I'm sure, like, Big 45, he's the biggest alpha male out there, you know? He, uh... <laughs> I'm sure his wife just like, you know, lays down the law. Word is bond. Um, what else do I want to talk about? I don't think I want to talk about anything else. I think we're going to start wrapping it up. I think that's it. I would talk to you some more. I would tell you about my dick, but it's a long story and we're kind of at the end of things here. So I'm going to wrap it up. So I appreciate you tuning in on the Lord Petty podcast. And if you so fancy, go ahead and leave a rating. If not, I really don't give a shit. Biggest.